Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join us for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very... Word of God. Today we'll continue in Acts chapter 22, and we are making our way through this chapter. This could be Eh, probably not. Almost our last study. We still have some verses to cover, but we're getting close. The end is in sight, and we'll move into chapter 23 very soon, and I'm looking forward to the rest of this chapter and moving on. And we are in the midst of a heated moment where Paul has now been taken into custody and largely the rest of his life now he'll be a prisoner. The reason for this, we studied two or three broadcasts ago, and I'll rehearse that in just a minute. Now listen, any of the studies that I've already done, all of those are available for you on our podcast. Our podcast is entitled Striving for Revival, and it's on every podcast platform. Also, it's available on the North Valley Baptist Church app, which you can get through the Apple App Store. And the podcast is good because if you miss us on the radio, you can catch up via the podcast. Also, you can get out your Bible and follow along with me. And I don't ever want you to take my word for it. I want you to take God's word for it. And I want you to take notes and underline. It just helps. I'm a big proponent of studying your Bible and living in it and, and, and uh, loving it and learning how to outline it and different things. It'll just help you. I said this last time, uh, the better understanding, the more knowledge of Scripture, the more knowledge of the Savior. The clear understanding of the Bible gives us a clear picture of Christ because the Bible is all about Christ. Christ is in all of the Bible. And so we want to know the Scripture so we can know Him better. And so let me challenge you to be a Bible student. Help for today... Uh, is something that we've uh, been putting out now uh, for some time. Helpfortoday.org, the number four, helpfortoday.org, also on the North Valley Baptist Church app, is a site that is geared to be uh, an edifying thing to the Christian life. We want to strengthen our spiritual life, and so we have things, articles, videos on Help For Today that'll be just little shots in the arm to help you and help me as we grow closer to the Lord. So check that out as well. All right, in Acts chapter 22, remember this, and began in chapter 21, Paul had gone into the temple in Jerusalem. As he came out, Jews from Asia had come, and they had begun to accuse Paul of taking a, 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 an Ephesian man, a Greek, into the temple. Whether that be true or not, the Bible is not clear. We don't know. It doesn't matter. It could be con- just totally made up. But they begin to accuse Paul of that, and they get the entirety of that Jewish crowd rabid against Paul. So much so, they begin to beat him. They lay hands on him. They want to kill him. The soldiers, Roman guards, have to rush in and grab Paul, and they begin to carry him off to the the palace, the castle, the Bible says, and they think he's a prisoner or a criminal who deserves to be a prisoner. They think that he is an Egyptian man that led a band of some 400 soldiers out in the wilderness, uh, 4,000, I'm sorry, soldiers out in the wilderness, And, and so they think that he is a man who deserves to be treated the way he's being treated. As they go up the steps, Paul begins to speak to them in their language. They're shocked by that, realize he's not who they thought he was. Paul gets an opportunity as he stands on the stairs to turn and address the crowd that had been beating him. And so Paul stands there, beaten, bruised, and bloody, and gives them his testimony. 
he pours out his heart. He tells them what he was, his pedigree, his past, all of that. He tells them what happened on the road to Damascus, his conversion, Christ, all of that. Then he tells them about his calling since then, his commission to go to the Gentiles, and how God has called him to go forth and preach the gospel. And so Paul has laid it out clearly, plainly, presented Paul to this pe- to the people. He's done nothing wrong. Now, the response in verse 22 is typical of the response of the Jews throughout Scripture. God would send them prophets, and they would ignore the prophets. God sent them their Messiah. They crucified their Messiah. Paul has spoken the truth, and here's their response. And they gave him audience unto this word, and then lifted up their voices and said, Away with such a fellow from the earth, for it is not fit that he should live. Now, you talk about a strong statement. They say, we want to wipe this man off the face of the planet. He is not suited to breathe air. He is not fit to walk the soil. He does not deserve another day. We want this man dead. Can I say that is the result of a hardened heart. That is the result of somebody who has totally, utterly rejected Christ. For them to have such insanity to declare that Paul, who had, even if he had done what they said, did what, that's all he did, that he didn't deserve to live, is a crazy claim. So the audience in the temple listened to Paul. It says they gave audience to him, but then they became even more infuriated. I mean, one of the most odious and despicable spectacles the world could witness was this, uh, a mob uh, uh, full of impotent rage, yelling, howling, cursing, gnashing their teeth like rabid dogs. I mean, think about it, the probably the cursing and the waving of fists, and I mean, their robes getting cast off, casting dust in the air. They're furious. They're uncontrolled. They're fanatical. And they say, man, we want this guy dead. They're foolish, futile, and it's a fatal thing. They want Paul dead. They're foolish. They received so much evidence that God had done the miracle in Paul's life. God had done miracles in their life. Their entirety, their history was riddled with the miracles of God, the promises of the Messiah. All of these things had come to the Jews over and over. God had stretched out his arm to a a stiff-necked and hard-hearted people, and yet long-suffering, he kept reaching his hand out to try to bring them to himself. Foolish. They said, no. Futility. Think about it. The futility. I mean, they're trying their best to to wipe out the name of Christ, and yet the name of Christ continues to prevail. All of their efforts spread the gospel. They're trying to stamp it out, and they're spreading sparks all over the place, all over the place. But it's a fatal mistake because they are, in essence, damning themselves to eternal eternity in hell. They think that Paul is the prisoner. They're the prisoner. They think Paul is the one a step from death. They're on the precipice of death. They're playing literally with eternal fire. And they say, away with this man. He shouldn't live. And as they cried out and cast off their clothes and threw dust in the air, the chief captain commanded him, meaning Paul, to be brought into the castle and bade that he should be examined by scourging. Now this tells you, uh, just, aren't you glad you didn't have to live back then? Aren't you glad? Examined by scourging? To scourge? Think about this. To examine it. So the way, this is not a fair hearing. 
I mean, they're not going to just say, now, Paul, we'll let you tell us in more calm, a calm setting well, what's happening here. No, they're going to scourge a Roman scourging. They're going to scourge Paul. Now, here they go. And as they bound him with thongs, so leather, they're wrapping him in leather around his ankles and wrists. Paul said to the centurion that stood by, Is it lawful for you to scourge a man that is a Roman and uncondemned? So Paul addresses this captain. And no doubt this man's feeling the pressure to do what he's doing because of the uproar of the crowd outside. And so he didn't know exactly who he's dealing with, and maybe he's doing things he might not normally do. But Paul says, hey, listen, I've not been condemned, and I'm a Roman citizen. I've not done anything wrong. Now, it says they're going to scourge him. That's to to take an instrument of torture. Think about a leather thong with pieces of bone and metal to tear the flesh from the back of the victim. And they were doing this to get him to admit his guilt. You talk about coercion, a forced (laughs) false testimony. Uh, All citizens of Rome, though, were guaranteed protection against scourging. And so if they were going to officially permit this, it had to be done in public, and it had to be done according to their law. So Paul had been beaten before. This wasn't his first rodeo. But Paul looks at this man and said, hey, listen, I just want you to know, Buster, I'm a Roman citizen. I mean, before you do this, you're going to be a guilty man if you do this because the punishment that you're about to administer is not being done according to Roman law. Now, this would have been a horrible situation. He could have died during this. This is, again, God providentially preserving his preacher until the time appointed. It is appointed and a man wants to die, but God is the one who keeps that appointment book. And we're not going to go till God says our time is up. And so God is protecting Paul in this instance. And he tells him, take heed. He said, I want you to be slow here. Uh, Be careful about what you're doing. Take heed what thou doest. He said, for this man is a Roman. So the centurion says, you better be careful here. Uh, we got we got to watch what we're doing. This man is a Roman citizen. All right, we'll continue this. In fact, we'll finish this chapter next broadcast. Until then, pray with me for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.